Hi everyone, today is August 27th, 2021, and this is the Duel Assessment, your podcast for Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links. My name is Green Ranger. Um, this week, I'm going to have two episodes in short succession. Basically, I did not have a podcast last week because I did not have internet for a few days. Um, that ordeal is over for now, and I have new internet. So what it is, is I'm going to split this into, basically, you know... It's around the same time, but different things are going on, so I want to cover different topic areas. This first episode is going to cover different events and card releases, so um, kind of the things going on now. And currently what's going on right now is the KCGT. So the second episode, which will be released probably tomorrow or the day after, We'll cover the KCGT and also the new mini box. So, you know, this is just getting rid of some stuff that I did not talk about last week. Um, yeah, and and just kind of setting the stage before the KCGT and the new card releases and things like that. So, let's get to it. So, my week in the dual world... Um, I got to the Legend rank, I believe, and at this point... In my um, in my lackadaisical efforts in ranked duels, that's pretty much like me hitting King of Games now. But um, doing it with vampires, I was just doing it just to get those honestly get the currency for the events and things like that. Um, it was probably for the raid duels and getting things done there. And now with the duelist road event going on, just getting currency. Uh, dual fuels, as you will, for that. So, uh, pretty much put no effort, um, and it shows as me getting legend. Um, that's pretty much as as much as I can bottom out now. I can't really end the season in platinum. That would be pretty bad for me. So, um, playing vampires, getting through it, waiting for the new box, which will be discussed in the next episode, of course. So, Duel Links meta... Let's talk about the Meta Weekly 190. This is the only tournament I'll talk about. Kind of the last Duel Links Meta Weekly before the KCGT. And it kind of changed up things here. Uh, Anamat still the top deck, but there's still a bit more representation. Notably, Blue Eyes has come into the scene again. Blue Eyes, you can't ever count it out, it seems. Gaia, Resonators. It seems a little more split. TGs are in the mix now, so a lot of decks are in the hunt. And Anamat don't have as strong of a hold as they did. First place, AU Jetski. Oh, yeah, Duelings Meta made uh, revamped their website. It looks pretty cool. Uh, Anamat. Anamat play Anamat deck. So this deck is a bit different than other Anamat decks in that it broke the 1-1 two, two, the one, one split. There's no copies of Gagaga Head here, just Gagaga Sister. And that allows this deck to also run Digital, Bug, Rhinos, Bus, and Insector, Exit Beetles. So I package in the extra deck. And really, um, it plays more defensive. There's MST, there's three copies of Book of Moon, two copies of Forbidden Lands. So this deck has sacrificed the Gaga Head for more defensive options. Second place, Omar, Demon's Resonance, Resonator, uh, Red Dragon, Archfiend, whatever. Notably, this deck runs three copies of Volcanic Queen, which is kind of like the mini Lava Golem that was released in Selection Box Mini 3. And I didn't really expect this card to see any play, but 
here it is, full three copies in this Red Dragon Archfiend deck. Um, it's kind of replacing those Toolbox Fiends. There's no Toolbox Fiends in the main deck, just three copies of Wandering King Wildwind, three Crimson Resonator, two Red Resonator, three MST, three Forbidden Lance, one Cosmic Cyclone, two Resonator's Calls. The side deck does have these Toolbox cards, though. Lava Golem, Jinzo, DD Crow, Agent 07. This is one of the OG cards from Valkyrie's Rage. This was released four and a half years ago. When this is Tribute Summoned, the effects of effect monsters cannot be activated, so this is a pretty strong lockdown card. And also Sky Scourge Invincible. This is a card from Lords of Shining. And when you tribute summon dark or light, you negate effects of spells or traps. So these are really the toolbox lockdown cards here that can kind of replace the Volcanic Queen. Top four huge D. Um Endless Trap Hell Shiranui. This deck, uh, this this uh, deck, still pretty strong. Um, hasn't really changed much. Two Gozuki, three Samurai Skull, two Solitaire, three Spectral. I mean, two Spectral Sword, two MST, two Ballista Squad, two Fiendish Chain, one Needle Sealing, three Floodgates, one Karma Cut. Still control Hell there. And top four Ruganary Destiny Draw Thunder Dragons. Um, Notably, this deck runs Parry Knights, which is a hand trick. Comes out as a level 6 monster. It's kind of like, it reminds me of them playing Trifortress tops. Alright, so let's get to the uh, power rankings ahead of the big tournament. So they, they've kind of changed up the way they go here, I think. There may possibly be no Tier 3 decks, but there's no Tier 3 now. Tier 1, Anamot at... 21.7, Gaia at 13, so Anamat are still the clear top dog here. Gaia is closer to Tier 2 than to Tier 1. Um, at, the, at the height, I think Anamat was close to 30% in the power rankings, but now it's 21.3. Tier 2, extremely crowded. Resonators at 10.2. TG's in here at 8.4. Blue Eyes in here at 7.3. Cyber Dragon 6.7. Thunder Dragon 6.7. Harpies at 6.6. So a lot of competitive options um, going into the KCGT. Alright, so this week we got the... No, this was last week's event. This Last week we got the Raid Duel Fear the Mechlord Emperor. Um, it's probably like the third time they've had this event. And a few new cards to get. So the first one is Unauthorized Boot-Up Device Level 1, Machine Union, Dark 500 Attack Zero Defense. Once per turn, you can either target a face-up monster you control, equip it, or unequip it in Special Summon. So it's like a basic Union effect. If the equipped monster would be destroyed by battle or card effect, destroy this card instead. If this card is destroyed and sent to the graveyard while equipped, you can Special Summon this card. You can only use this effect of Unauthorized Boot-Up Device once per turn. So this is basically just a union monster that gives a monster protection from battle and card effect once. And then it gets destroyed, comes back onto the field. And then you could prepare it for a union the next turn. So, you know, um, this won't protect you from two things, unfortunately, but does leave you a body on the board, unless they want to attack the boot-up device again for extra damage. Um, basically, this card is... A weaker version of Power of the Guardians because it's just going to be an equipped spell, anyways. And Power of the Guardians actually 
affords the same protection. It gives it a 500 attack boost, which this card doesn't. And Power of the Guardians can gain charges. This is pretty much just a one charge card, but it does come back. Um, Power of the Guardians can stack uh, counters, and then it gets the monster protection for a good good amount of time. Both of these cards don't protect against bounce effects. Both of these cards don't protect against banish. Um, you know, different things like that that play around um, protection from battle or card effect. So, yeah, Power of the Guardians is just a better way of playing this card, unfortunately. But this card does have um, different strategies when you're talking about you know, ways to tutor a union monster, ways to tutor a machine monster, different things like that. So there's an advantage there, but almost all the time I would go for the Power of the Guardians. Now the SR card we get here is an equip spell, Opti Camouflage Armor. You can only equip this card to a level 1 monster. The monster equipped this card can attack your opponent's life points directly. So this is some kind of strategy. Obviously, obviously you're not going to equip some random level 1 monster. You're going to equip some monster that wants some kind of OTK. And King of the Skull Servants, for example, gains 1,000 attack for each Skull Servant in the graveyard. That could for 3,000. Copycat, that could copy another monster. Relinquished can be pretty strong. Chaos Necromancer. So there's different monsters you can use to kind of sneak attack your opponent. Um, kind of deck that I remember this, this being similar to is the level 2 Aqua deck. That kind of like um that kind of um use some direct attackers with the there was a water field, I forgot what it was called, but there was a water field that gave the level two aqua monsters like fifteen hundred attack. Um wetlands, the wetlands deck with the frogs and stuff. That was a pretty good deck. Um this kind of reminds me of that. Alright, so mission circuit is also going on right now. And Mission Circuit has a new trap card called the Equip Shot um, Baseball Picture. Activate only the battle during the battle phase. Select one equip card equipped to a face-up attack position monster you control. And select the face-up attack position monster your opponent controls. Equip that monster with the selected equip. Then conduct battle between your previously equipped monster and the selected monster. Other effects cannot be activated during this battle. So, you know... With, with the evil heroes, we saw a bunch of cards where cards are being forced to attack. And this is just a weaker form of Battle Mania, really. You have to exchange an equip spell. Your monster loses your equip, and you give it to the opponent, and then they do battle. So the so the problem is you can't run Power of the Guardians, because your opponent's going to get protected. And that kind of sucks. So um, that means you're going to have to run a bad or useless equip spell in your deck. And really, what's the point of that, right? Like, you're running a bad equip spell just to play equip shot. That sounds pretty bad. Um, you're you're really gonna have to do some kind of build around strategy here um, to make it worth your while. And um, that sounds like a pretty bad strategy to me. All right, so mission research, Duelings mission research. Uh, a new trap card called Heartfelt Appeal. This is a pretty interesting one. When you take battle damage from your opponent's direct attack, take control of one face-up monster your opponent controls with the highest defense until your next end phase. If it's a tie, you get to choose. Its effects are negated, also cannot declare an attack. This is a decent control spell. Um, 
Actually, this this pairs pretty well with Battling Boxer Veil, because then you could heal yourself, and you could take the monster. So, yeah, that's that's a combo you can do there. This is uh, definitely a good card for, like, stall decks, so they could kind of have a monster to defend the board. Um, I don't think this is good enough for, like, a general back row to run, though, because... Uh, it's a little situational. You take the card of the highest defense. Um, you know, it's like whether you want to stop the attack or not. And then, like, the extra body on the board, you probably just want to tribute it for, like, a tribute summon because XZs or Synchro, the stars might not line up. Different things like that. Definitely a card for stall decks, but other than that, um, I don't really know. It's It's just not... It's just a little situational for general use. They can hit you for 4,000, that's the end of the game, for example. So, you know, um, you'd rather go with a surefire, good back row than just a situational but fun one. But I think you will see it in some of those um, control decks. Now, the main event going on this week while the tournament is going on is Duelist Road Power of Zexal. It's the second time this event is going on. Um... Let's see, so we got two new cards from this event, and I believe we got a new dual skill too. The card is ZW Leo Arms. It's a Light Beast XZ's, rank 5, 2 level 5 monsters, 3000 attack, 1200 defense. This card cannot attack your opponent directly. Once per turn, you can detach an XZ's material, add a ZW monster from your deck to your hand. You can target a Utopia monster you control. Equip this monster to that target. It gains 3,000 attack. During your battle phase of a monster attack this turn while equipped with this card, you can send this to the graveyard. That monster can make a second attack on an opponent's monster during the battle phase. So, basically, this is like a, a, union, a union card. And it's going to be like favorite hero. That monster gains a huge attack buff, 3,000 attack. And you detach it, you get to hit twice. The problem is you, you have to use this on a Utopia monster. So it's probably like Utopia Ray or Utopia. And this itself is a rank 5 Xyz monster. So you're going to basically spend a lot of resources. You'll be making like two Xyz summons in a turn. And you sacrifice this one for more attack. Your, your Utopia is probably going to win you the game next turn. So that's a good, that's a good thing, of course. But... Um, it's kind of like fitting a rank five XZs. The Uto- the the Anamat decks could do it though, because um, Gaga Girl can um, mess up with the levels and different things like that. So you can you know accommodate the CW Leo Arms, for example. But um, you know the whole prospect of a card being run just to help your extra deck monster. Well, they do do that with the Exit Beetle and. Digital bug rhinos bus kind of like concurrently, so I guess there is something to this, but you know it's it and you know it's like building a deck around ZW is a thing of itself. So it, it depends if ZW can actually be an archetype on its own to support Utopia. Uh, we do see a new card from the new box, so it's potentially useful. But this being an XC's monster for the purposes of being a union. It's a very, um, it's very, it's like, it's just like a high, 
high cost special summon that may just flame out if you flip the monster face down, for example. So that is a bit of a problem. The other card we get is an SR Gilla Gilla Lancer, level 6 Warrior Earth, 2200 attack, 800 defense. If your opponent controls a monster and you don't, you can special summon this from the hand. During each end phase, you take 250 damage. This card must be face up on the field to activate and resolve this effect. That taking 250 damage is pretty much inconsequential. It'll cost you very few games. This is a level 6 Cyber Dragon. Almost the same attack. Uh, level 6. So you're trying to just ramp this on the board. Get a rank 6 XZ's play. It can even fit some synchro decks. Like some decks that kind of combo XZ's and synchro. It could kind of fit there. This is a pretty decent card. Um, don't worry about the 250 damage. It's it's a decent, good helper. The skill we get is called Zexo Leo Arms. It's a Yuma and Astral skill. You get to transform into Zexo, which is pretty cool. Activates at the beginning of your turn if your life points are at 2,000 or below. Yuma and Astral build the overlay network, Zexo Morph. After transforming to Zexel, each of the following effects can be used once only. Play one ZW Arms Leo Arms with zero attack or defense from outside your deck. ZW Leo Arms played with the skill cannot be tributed or used as material when XZ summoning. Or, now and, select up to three ZW monsters in your graveyard, attach them to ZW Leo Arms, they control as XZ's material, then you can return all ZW monsters in your graveyard to your deck. So this basically gives you a free Leo Arms that has no attack value, which is fine because the card can't even attack directly. But it lets the card be used as XZ's attachment. I mean, the union effect. So, you know, you get... Yeah, this makes it much better because you get your Utopia out, for example, and then you could just make the CW Leo Arms uh, for free, and then you can just attach it. So that gives your monster a huge buff, uh, 3,000 despite it having no attack itself. And then you get to recycle all your monsters. So that is something that's very interesting. It could come into play um, for ZW cards being played in any capability of their own right. I don't think so, but uh, we do get more support with ZW, as I said. Another topic... This is the last topic, actually, for this mini-episode, is the Duelist Past. And this is a new item. Um, despite it looking kind of corny, makes duels more fun. This is a little combo deal that could actually be worth it. Like, it makes it makes more sense. To, it could possibly make more sense to buy this over some packs. So, what it is, is your pass is active. They do this thing where they're playing background music, and I've noticed um, Pokemon Go has done this recently, where they're using different uh, background songs for different times and things like that. So, um, you know, um, this is something that games are experimenting with, and this gives you the ability to change your background music and has a music player mode. So I haven't listened to any of this music yet, but if that's your thing then it's cool. Now, there's other obviously, there's other features to the uh, Duelist Pass. So there's a free one. It just comes with the background music. 
music player mode and a standard duelist multiplier feature. So this is the thing where um, you can count a lot of um, standard duelists and they get multiplied. So this really helps with the power leveling. Instead of grinding out those thousands of uh, dual orbs that you have, this can be done help accelerate leveling up characters, getting cards faster, getting gems faster, everything. So really, it's a race against time, and we don't have enough time nowadays. So, you know, getting this is pretty good for that. So, this free Duelist Pass activates for seven days. So that's pretty cool. Everyone gets to get this for free. Now, the 30-day pass, the month pass, you get five cards. I mean, you get five packs from the latest box. You get the music. You get the... Standard Duelist Multiplier, and you get 100 skill chips. This is for $3.99. So, I'm trying to think about how many packs is $3.99. So, um, they're counting Darkness Gimmick as the box. It's probably, it's going to be the mini box. So, yeah, because for $4.99, you get 5 packs and 50 gems. So you're paying an extra dollar for 50 gems, which is not worth it, I think. Like a dollar a pack? Yeah, let's see. Well, that's about right. It's a dollar a pack. So, yeah, it's about the same without the multiplier. So the, um, the Duelist Pass will give you the multiplier and pretty much 100 skill chips on the house so um that is what you're juggling versus one pack i would definitely take the skill chips and the multiplier over one pack now you could also get the 90 day duelist pass this gives you 15 packs the uh music the duelist multiplier and 300 skill chips this is for 11 dollars. so if you're going into buying darkness gimmick for 15 packs you can you can get ten packs and a hundred gems for nine ninety nine. So this is a dollar more. This is eleven dollars. Yeah, you would definitely buy a duelist pass over these inferior uh, bundle deals. Now they do have the specials sometimes. Um, right now the specials three packs and an SR for one ninety nine. That's usually not the best one. Usually the best one's like three packs and a UR for for 99 for like a dollar. That, that's a pretty good deal. But it's better than the standard deals. It helps you power level when there's a pretty exciting uh, player you want to level up and things like that. You get to listen to some music. You get skill chips. Skill chips or whatever in my opinion. But um, yeah, this is definitely a good deal compared to buying packs for money. So definitely um, something to take advantage of in the shop. Um you know, despite it looking like a gimmick, it's a good deal compared to what they have normally. Alright, so that pretty much concludes this episode. Upcoming news now. K, uh, KCGT 2021 is happening right now. Next episode will cover the results and also the new box. Obtain new Legendary Duelist Tray. So Tray will be obtainable in a few days, in the two days remaining next week. Early September, Dual Quest, new SR card Guardian Sphinx. Early September, KC Cup begins September 8th and ends on the 19th for the new season. 
Early September, Tour Guide Bingo. No new cards from the Bingo. Late September, Rate Duel, Giant Grinder again. New UR card, Gimmick Puppet, Scissor Arms, and new SR, Gimmick Puppet Destroy. So we get more Gimmick Puppet support. Late September, Mission Circuit, new SR card, Trap Hole Spikes. And finally, what we've all been waiting for, late September, not not Master Duels, Massive Update, New World. So we're going to get the Pendulum Summoning uh, World. Um, I forgot what, I even forgot what it's called, but we're getting the new world late September. So pretty much this is, once this KCGT ends, it's a, it's a month of not much going on. Well, the stuff is going on, but it's kind of like a little honeymoon and then we get the new world. So a lot to do with XZs before pendulums come. So that's it for the podcast. Like I said, this is a super short episode because the next episode is going to cover KCGT and the new mini box arts of atlantis so thanks for listening to the podcast you can get this anywhere even on hulu not hulu on roku um just go to podcast-tv channel and find the dual assessment you get this anywhere uh you could probably get you could probably listen to this on spotify on hulu as well you can check out the podcast and more at the website the dual assessment.wordpress.com Email me if you think of the dual assessment at gmail.com or you can find me at Twitter at dual underscore assessment or my own account at Green Ranger CCG. Alright, I'll see you guys soon. Um, KCGT, good luck to all the duelists. Talk to you next time.